True to You Radio, Faith, Family, Flourish, Free. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore and learn what it means to live from your heart, not your head. And for those of you not quite familiar with heart dancing, it's a process of unlearning the world's messages and remembering your authentic self. When you start listening to the world's definition of happiness and success, at some point you may realize that you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. There's always going to be something more to strive for or obtain. Heart dancing is a different way of looking at your world and looking at yourself. It's a way to return to your soul, the source of unconditional love. And the heart dancing mantra is, let love lead. And you'll understand more about that as you join me in the dance. Love knows the way, you just have to follow. Heart dancing. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore what it means to live authentically, create deliberately, and dance with life. I'm your host, Katherine Erickson, and I have a PhD in heart dancing. Do you want one? You can join me on my website at KatherineErickson.com. My email list is full of inspirational tips, stories, and even free gifts. So look for it at KatherineErickson.com. And today I have a very, 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 very special guest. Teresa Sims happens to be my virtual assistant. She does a wonderful job. I'll put in a plug for her business. But she's also become a friend. And I had no idea what her story was until we started kind of chit-chatting offline and off the business topics. And I'm not going to preview her story for you because I want her to tell it in her own words. But just to give you a context, she's a former human resource professional and office manager. And she has now redefined her career and She's living her life purpose. Teresa, welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Thank you for having me, Catherine. It's an honor to be here with you today. Yes, and we're kind of switching roles here, aren't we? <laughs> we certainly are. That's okay, though. But, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to dance if you are. Absolutely. Great. Well, can you fill in that intro a little bit for our listeners so they get a, just a, a quick sense of who you are, and then we'll go into um, what we came here to talk about, which was your book that you're about to release, and also the new career that you're starting for yourself. So just fill in those gaps, just, just if, in a few words or less. Okay, well, I uh, restarted actually my life in 2005. I went back to school, uh, re-educated myself in business and human resources, and uh, was hired immediately before I was finished school in training and development and recruitment. And 2006, I, or excuse me, 2007, I had a near-death experience of a car accident, which altered my life. Okay. And do you want to talk about that now, or you want to go through this chronology? Uh, whatever you decide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, sorry, my dog decided 
right then to start barking. So maybe that's a cue. If you could just tell us real quickly about the, the car accident and the near-death experience. Well, it was uh, February of 2007. Uh, I live in Ontario, and we have quite nasty winter storms at times. And this was a horrible ice storm, sudden ice storm, snowstorm, blasting north winds. And I was trying to get home from work that day. And uh, the person coming towards me lost control of their vehicle. And I sat in the middle of my lane of traffic and waited and waited oh. for this person to hit me. Mm. There was nowhere for me to go. So uh, it was, your life really does flash before your eyes. And uh, it really does cause you to reevaluate. And that's exactly what I did. Mm. Well, can I ask you just real quickly, um, while you were sitting there in those horrible seconds before the impact, did you truly see your life flash before your eyes? What I saw was, well, not my complete life, because there's parts of that I'd like to forget, but I saw the face of my husband and my children. And my husband and I had only been married for eight months when this had happened, and we were looking forward to a brilliant future together and, you know, developing a life. And uh, this, it was his face that I saw, but I knew... Um, I felt the arms of my guardian angel once again that's come down and, and protected me. And that's exactly what it was. It was protection. Something, something saved me and I'm here for a purpose. And I'm mm. trying to live that life purpose now. And what is that life purpose as you understand it for you? My purpose is to help others. Help others that are suffering through either uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, for example, from my car accident other traumas, um, other issues, if they've struggled through childhood traumas like I did, um, you know, or women that are trying to find their power, take their power back and get back in control of their lives, or even young girls that are trying to make decisions as to what they should do. I think these people need mentors and they need guidance and help. And, and I think that's what my purpose is. Hmm. And are you studying now to become uh, someone who could provide that mentorship and guidance? I actually will start my training for a personal development coach on June 23rd. And that is the best thing that I can look forward to. It's one of my life goals. That is fabulous. Well, congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, how long is that program? I believe it's eight months. And then from there, you'll be able to start uh, coaching people and setting up your own practice? Exactly. And I'm hoping to actually work for the company that I will be taking the training from, which is actually Achieve Today, and Adam Mortimer is the director of that, that company. And uh, his training for me as an authorship coach has been incredible. He has guided my journey to write this book, and the book I'm writing, and... Uh, that also is another life goal. So I've achieved in a couple months my entire two life goals, and I'm setting more. Wow. Well, what, what happened to make all this come true in the last two months? Obviously, there was a lot of uh, pre-work pre that got done. Well, there was a lot of soul searching after the accident and a lot of um, 
working with a, a chronic pain management specialist and that person telling me that I had the internal strength that I needed to be helping others and to teach others and to, to help others with chronic pain and to, to learn and to teach them that they can power through the struggles that they have. I live with chronic pain every day and, um, and quite limiting at times, but you can manage it. You can you just not cope with it. I don't like that word. A friend of mine uses power through. So we power through those times. And it's just, it's, it's been cha a complete change for me. And uh, I, this coaching was recommended to me by uh, another coach. And I started working with Adam Mortimer to write. Write this book. And I've, I have just grown in power. And I also have another friend, Ann Miner, who has been an incredible, incredible mentor and friend and coach. And uh, she has gifted me with a scholarship to the Acacia Institute, which she founded. And the course I am taking is the Aspiring Leaders Program. So it's everything is just falling into place for me, finally. And, you know, I had to be at this point in my life to have all of these pieces fall into place. And yes, yes, but uh, Teresa, you also had to be ready for these pieces to fall into place. Oh, absolutely. I had to be in the right, the right place in myself, in my heart, <laughs> and in my soul, and um, be open to the experience and to, to finally develop the courage and to say, yes, I'm going to do this. And that's, that's true. And have you found that once you start saying yes, it, it kind of rolls you forward into the next yes? Oh, absolutely. The, the, the strength is incredible that you, you gain when you say, yes, this is what I'm going to do. You set your path and it just, everything just flows from it. It's like a walking into a beautiful garden. Everything is there. Oh, I love that analogy. And when you walk in the garden, some people may be drawn to the lilies, other people may be drawn to the daisies, but it's all there for you to choose from. Exactly. Exactly. You can choose your path. And if you need to, at some point in time, take a step back, reevaluate, redirect, choose another path, that's fine, as long as you keep going forward. Do you find that on your journey up to this point, um, the element of forgiveness was a big player? Yes, absolutely. Um, I've, through the book that I've written, um, there's been some horrible things I've had to forgive in my past. Uh, nasty traumas, nasty abuse, um, things like that. And I have forgiven those people because I... I, I've done some of Brene Brown's courses on mm. um, Daring Greatly and Leaders Rising. And one of her thing, one of her mentions is, do you believe people are doing the best they can? And when I heard that, I realized, yes, the people that raised me were probably doing the best they could at that time. And that's all you can do. Hmm. So forgiveness to me, yes, has been important um you you can only do what you can so asking that question of the other person or, or you know group of people do you believe they were doing the best they could at that time that opens the door for forgiveness i believe it opens the door to 
understanding, which does open the door to ultimately to um, forgiving. I will never be able to have a relationship with those people and that's okay because that's the way it needs to be. You know, I, I have forgiven them for their part in it, but that's where it ends also. Right. And because of your own forgiveness of them, has that freed you from the aftermath or the effects of the trauma? Yes, it certainly has. It was like a brick being, or a rock being taken off my chest and off my soul. It was, it was liberating. It really was. Um, I heard someone the other day describe forgiveness as removing or releasing the ties to the other person so you can be free. Would you agree with that? Yes, I would. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. We can't control others' behaviors. Uh, we can only control what we, what we do and the actions we take. And maybe by forgiving them, they will... feel better or change, you know, we can only hope. But. Mm -hmm. but that's up to them. That's not up to you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's their choice. But I've made my choice to release it and put it away. Well, I commend you for that. Thank you. I wish more people would hear this message and, and actually do that because it just seems like there's so much anger and resentment and hate in the world right now. For sure. It's not a very easy thing to do, believe me. And it's taken me many, many years to be able to say that. But it's liberating. It's freeing. And if we all did it, we'd be all in a better place, I think. Yes, and do you find that because you were able to reach that point where you say, I forgive, and you were able to release those ties that bound you to those people, that that's when all this, the good, everything that you've wanted, that's when it started pouring into your life? Yes, it was. It certainly was. When I said, that's enough of that, and I, I, I wrote it, and I freed myself from it, I forgave it, everything is happening positive in my life and it's in my personal opinion when you kind of pivot away from the past and stand in your present moment and say basically how can I be used or how can I serve that opens you up to having all the good flow in uh, that's very true I mean you can't uh, expect a brilliant future if you're still being absorbed by the past exactly Exactly. Well said. Well, let's uh, shift focus. And if you would, I know you have a book that you're about to release. If you could tell us about that. Well, my book is called A Century of Secrets. And it's, um, it's a fiction book based on true life events. So uh, my little elevator speech on this is A Century of Secrets is a multi-generational story of how one's, one family struggles with abuse personal identity, and deep-seated family secrets has caused suicide, alcoholism, and lasting family scars. This book is one woman's journey to uncover the lies and overcome adversity and finally set her soul free. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you. That's beautiful. So in writing this book, was that also part of your healing process? It was, and, and I wasn't expecting that. What I honestly was expecting, the, the purpose behind writing the book originally was to uh, free my grandmother's soul. 
my grandmother is one of the main people of this of this book and I know she struggled horribly in her life and a lot of it is her life's journey and it was her my way of giving back to her mm-hmm. and to show other people that you don't have to be this way you don't have to live this way you can make choices sometimes you can't always control what happens but you can make choices so I started out writing the book about her and then it ended up just morphing into the generational thing and how we can actually break the cycles. Mm. Uh, you know, because sometimes like some situations do run in families and they're not always good situations. And it takes one person to actually break that cycle and stand up and say, no, this can't happen anymore. And, and that's what I'm trying to do. And I have a couple other relatives that are doing the same in their generations so um, it's been quite a a freeing journey for me and it's been incredible (laughs) yes i can imagine and i know once the book is published and out in the marketplace it's going to help so many people i hope so that's my goal is to um, let other people know that you know, you can come from something like this and you can go through all of these life journeys and all these life tragedies and all of these horrible situations, but you can create a brilliant future for yourself. You just have to have the will and the determination. And the ability to forgive and release the past. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You can't move forward without that. Right. Right. Well, that's beautiful, Teresa. I just love that. Well, I know writing was one of your life goals, so you're about to to see that come into fruition. Yes. And the second life goal was to help people, and that would be your coaching. Is that right? Yes, that's part of it. I also want to, uh, in my area, I want to set up uh, a support group for those that are, like I said before, suffering with or living with, excuse me, chronic pain, or um, just limiting beliefs, you know, and through coaching, we can help um, change lives around. And also, I want to get into the schools, into the high schools, and mentor young girls that are possibly struggling with image issues, you know, this very prominent issue today. And uh, in our local area, we've had some quite some severe issues with teen suicides recently mm. and, you know it's, it's very tragic but I want to be able to provide some support and some help and some guidance to these these young girls and also older women you know my age and a little bit older that are trying to take back their power take back their lives you know maybe they feel they don't hmm they don't have the potential anymore or still have it inside them, you know, and, and you can change your life. You can. Well, and what I've come, I, I totally uh, applaud you for doing that. What I've come to understand as I've grown older is you have to feel like you're contributing. You have to feel that there's something you're bringing to other people into the world. So if you can fan that spark in someone else and encourage them, I'll, I commend you. That's terrific work. Thank you. And that's, that is the main thing is you have to be able to believe in yourself. Otherwise, nothing can happen. 
Right. And see, for me, I had to first forgive myself before I could believe in myself. So, well, we're kind of nearing the end of our time together. Is there some bit of wisdom or a quote or something you'd like to share with our audience before I wrap the show up? Well, I did have a, a quote from Joel Vitale, but I seem to have misplaced it, and I apologize for that. <laughs> but um, I, I just want to let everyone know that, you know, you are the writer of your own story. And what you live and what you believe, anything is possible. You just have to want it. You, like you say, you have to forgive. But take the courage, take the steps and live to your brightest future. Live like your, your message is dance. We're having rain right now. We should go out and dance in the puddles. And have that would fun. not be fun. <laughs> Pardon me? Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, it would be. It's a nice gentle rain. So everyone needs to go dance in the puddles and play in the water and bring back the happiness and the joy that we once had. Yes, that all too often gets lost in the, in the throes of living. Yes. Well, Teresa, where can people find you, either on the on Facebook or the internet? Yes, I am. I have a website. It's uh, Teresa. Excuse me. It's SimSolutions.com, which is S Y M S S O L U T I O N S dot com. And then I also have a Facebook presence and a Twitter presence. And I've created a a web. Excuse me, a Facebook page called FITS. It's F I T S, and that is Friends in Trauma Support. So that is for me a place where people can go and just discuss topics that are relevant to them, important to them, maybe get some support from others. It's a it's a non judgmental page. Mm. That's, that's, I hope to be putting uh, educational papers on there and having guests on there and, uh, you know, just sharing the knowledge. If we can help each other, why not? Absolutely, because we're all in this together and no one is alone. That's right. So thank you, Teresa. I've really enjoyed our time together and thank you for being on this show. Thank you for having me, Catherine. It's been a pleasure. Yes, and you've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where the mantra is, let love lead. When you remember to let love lead, it will always bring you back to your authentic self. So we've had Teresa Sims on the show today, and she has such deep and resounding advice on how to live a happy life and how to let go of the past and, and create your own brilliant future. So thank you for being part of the Heart Dancing Tribe, and I hope you have a great day. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to dance with our hearts, not our heads. And remember, you're now part of the tribe. Be sure and tell your friends about the magic that happens here. Uh, heart Dancing, it's the only way to live. Music.